Hi everybody, before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that the Money Medicine Clinic podcast is sponsored by my private members club, the Abundance Clinic Membership. This membership is filled with tools to help you manage your money with confidence and it is expanding all the time. So we often have guest sessions on all sorts of topics ranging from budgeting, manifesting, mindset, saving, investing and building a side hustle and basically everything in between. And you're well supported every single month by having accountability for your actions. So we have a group money date together once a month. We have an end of the month Q&A session where you can ask any questions of any money problems that you're having. And we have a mindset session as well to help you to improve your mindset around your finances. Um, There is so much more to the membership than what I can say in this very short clip. So if you want to come along and try it out for yourself, I'm running a $1 trial and you can try it out for 30 days. Everything is included. There's nothing held back from you and you get to see for yourself how awesome it is. So I hope you'll take me up on that offer. All you need to do is check out the show notes and there is a link there for you to come and join us in the Abundance Clinic membership. We cannot wait to meet you. So I'm going to get on with the episode now. Take care. Bye bye. next 10 minute takeaway I want to talk about financial independence now I've often talked about money freedom and money freedom is where you no longer feel stressed by money so you are free of the stresses of your finances now that comes in all different guises but essentially it's not necessarily that point where you are completely free to give up work and that's it you you know you're sorted it's more about a feeling it's more about knowing that money's there to support you it's more about understanding that you have got control of your money rather than it having a control over you so that's money freedom and that's what I really want people in my community to achieve but there is such a thing as financial independence or financial freedom and this is a slightly different thing And it's an, I would think is a more ambitious goal for a lot of people. And this is the point at which your assets, so your stocks and shares, your property or or other assets that you hold are bringing you in an income or have the capacity to bring you in an income that will totally replace the need for you to go out and work to pay your bills and fund your lifestyle. Okay, so that's the distinction between the two. And there are a lot of people online now that are talking about financial independence, financial freedom, and making it sound like it's a really easy thing to do. But I don't think it is. It's a really ambitious target. And often there's an additional layer to that as well of you can do this really early. You don't have to wait till traditional retirement age in order to enjoy financial independence. And again, that's an incredibly ambitious target. And for some people, it would seem like a really privileged target to get to as well, because if you're on a lower income or you have children, how can you possibly get to the point of retirement when your outgoings are already stretched to the possible limits? So 
Who are the biggest champions of financial independence? Well, you may have come across something called the Financial Independence Retire Early Movement, or FIRE for short. I'm fascinated by this movement. I think it's amazing that there are people out there who are writing and living FIRE. So the age to me seems to be getting younger and younger at which people are striving to achieve this financial independence which is incredible and certainly a very very noble um, mission but can be seen as a little bit of a privilege you know of course if you're earning a huge amount of money and you can live off half of that and then invest the other half and get to financial independence you know much earlier than other people then of course, you're going to be really um, involved in that. But for the rest of us, living on half of our salary would be nigh on impossible, particularly if you you live in places like London, which are really expensive. So there are different subsections of the FIRE movement, and you might identify with with a couple of different ones. Uh, I'm sure there are so many more out there. I mean, this, this movement keeps continuing to get bigger and bigger and bigger, but these are four that I've come across. And if you go to the show notes, you'll see the blog posts that link to them so you can read more about it if you want to. So the first is Fat Fire. Now, Fat Fire is where you don't sacrifice your spending in retirement. So your pension pot has to be huge or your retirement pot or your fund, future fund fund, whatever you want to call it, has to be huge in order to fund that lifestyle. So if you want to be living in an expensive area and you've got a lot of outgoings and you plan to have a more luxurious kind of lifestyle with lots of holidays and things like that, then you need a much bigger pot to play with. So that's fat fire. Then you've got lean fire, which is kind of the opposite. So you are reducing your expenses down to live a very minimalist type lifestyle, which means that you don't need as big a pot of money to live off of in retirement. So that's lean fire. Then you have barista fire. Now this, this I thought was a really interesting one. This is where you don't necessarily have the money to retire but you have enough to be able to reduce your hours at work or switch into a job that pays less, but you feel more fulfilled with. I've often joked and said that if I can get to that stage of my retirement planning, that I would love to to run a pub or, or a bed and breakfast or just work in somewhere like Lush. I mean, that would be so much fun to just work with all the different soaps and, and just enjoy selling them to people. So that's barista fire. And then you've got coast fire. Now, this is where you've got so much invested at a very young age that you don't have to put any more in. And that's it. You can retire. So I'm guessing that the people get to this point, either they've started really, really young or their parents have helped them into a certain position where they're giving them some money early on. But certainly there'll be people out there that who've worked very hard to achieve that. And, you know, we hear stories all the time, don't we, of younger people who have hit it big on social media because they've been selling products or, or whatever it is, and they've become millionaires. So that, that is certainly possible as well. So they're the four subsections that I came across. And you can go and do some research about those yourself and to find out a bit more about it. Now, if this is something that's interesting to you and you want to achieve financial independence, I want you to think about it this way. When you reach traditional retirement age, so in the UK, it's 
sort of around the age of 68, something like that in a lot of workplaces that like you can't access your pension money until you get to that age. That's kind of a more traditional route into retirement and it technically is financial independence because as long as your pension pot is covering your expenses, and most people it will do because they've paid off their mortgage, their kids have left home, then that is financial independence because you no longer have to work, your pension pot is covering your lifestyle. But for some people, and certainly now compared to the old style pensions, the amount of money we've got in our pension pots is not enough to cover our lifestyle, which means you will still have to do some kind of work even into your old age or reduce your hours, which a lot of people are obviously very upset about because the idea is, you know, that has been fed to us from a very young, young age is that at some point we are going to be able to stop working. It's getting more and more expensive to look after us when we are in retirement because years and years ago we would die within 10 years of stopping work 15 years of stopping work now we might not die for 20 30 years so workplaces can't afford to look after us for that long so the value of pension funds are going down because it's just so expensive for them to keep up so we have to be doing a lot more to bring in the extra money so that we can have the kind of retirement that we want and certainly if you want to do what the fire movement is doing and retire early you will need to be doing additional things because if you can't access your money till you're at 55 plus well that's not retiring early is it you might want to retire early at 45 40 35 even. So you have to be doing other things in order to reach that goal. Now, you could build other assets, you can build, you can certainly put stocks and shares into ISAs and general investment funds that you can access whenever you like, there are no age restrictions on that. You can put money into property. Now, if you put money into property and it's completely locked away, then of course you have to sell that property in order to get that money out. But if you can turn it into an investment property that is paying you an income every month and you multiply that by several different properties, then you can see how you can start to generate an income that will completely free you up from having to work. You can't completely eliminate work because you still have to put these things into place. So there's no such thing as passive income. You still have to put the systems in place. You still have to do the work in order to reach these things. But you can start to understand how putting money into property and that if that's then generating you an income from buy to lets or whatever it is you're putting your money into, that is going to get you to financial independence a lot earlier than if you just stuck money into a pension through your workplace. But it all comes with its own risks. So you do need to understand what you're getting into, do your research, speak to people that have done it before, before you start putting money into it, because you can get burnt very easily and lose money, which is, of course, the opposite of what we're trying to achieve, which is the financial independence. Now, what if you're in a situation where the money you have got coming in just about covers your expenses and you haven't got the extra money to be able to put towards investing? So that's a really good question and is probably the situation that most people will find themselves in. So what I would say is make sure that you are paying off all of your debts and you get rid of them and you completely eliminate them. The other side of it is making sure that your bills are 
as lean as they possibly can be. So you ditch the subscriptions you no longer need. You make sure that you're always um, reviewing your expenses so that your, your bills are as small as they can possibly be and you're getting them the most value for your money. And then if you've done all of that and you still find that there isn't much of a gap between what you're spending and what you and what you're bringing in, then you would need to have a side hustle. And that side hustle can extend the amount of money that you've got coming in. And if you invested that side hustle money, that would be your path to financial independence. The investing bit is the key part of that. There is no point in building a side hustle, building a business, starting something like that, to not then use that money to invest back into an asset that is going to pay you in the long run because all you then do is take on another job that will take up your time and take up your energy and that's not the point of financial independence financial independence is where your assets are paying for your lifestyle so you don't have to work so if you do have a side hustle like let's say you start a photography business or you start um, a business as a virtual assistant you will need to start channeling that money into investments like property, like stocks and shares, you know, to make sure that that is what is going to be paying you when you want to retire your future fund, whatever that looks like, whatever age that is too. Check out the show notes because I've linked to one of my blog posts, which is all about the cash flow quadrant. And that explains it really well. It's a book by Robert Kiyosaki, but if you want to have an introduction to it, then check out the show notes and have a look at that blog post. So I don't think it's impossible to become financially independent. If that's what you truly want to do, And if you want to do it young, then I think if you're that determined, you can make it happen. It is going to be harder if you have kids. It is going to be harder if you don't earn very much. But the golden rule is to invest the difference between what you're bringing in and what you're spending. The bigger the gap, the more you've got to invest. So if you're in a situation where you're in a couple and you can live off of one income and then invest the rest then you're in such a great position because it means technically you could still work and you'd reach financial independence without having to start a side hustle or do anything else. If, however, you're not in that position, you will need to sacrifice things like the area you live in, potentially, what you're spending money on. You might have to cut out a lot of expenses and and really transform your lifestyle in order to free up money to invest you might have to negotiate on the age at which you want to retire so perhaps retiring early is not possible for you if you are starting very late you might have to change the age at which you want to do that the longer you can work the more money you can put into your freedom fund that will then feed you in retirement So if you choose to retire early and your pot is not big enough, you will come into some difficulty when you're older because you won't have enough money to see you through. So the earlier you retire, the bigger the pot of money needs to be in order to fund your lifestyle right the way through your old age. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed that. I'd love to know if you are wanting financial independence and if this is something you're going for, how are you doing it? 
um, what problems are you facing or you know are you already there I'd love to know because that's one of my goals in life too drop me a line at info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com and let's have a chat And that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. If you want to find something else to do now before the next one comes out, then please come and join us in the Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. This is completely free. You don't have to be part of any of my programs. This is just a place that you can join that will help you to feel more confident and in control of your finances. So I hope you come and join us over there. But you can also find me on multiple other social media platforms so look look for the female money doctor and you will find me so you take care and i will see you in the next episode